Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From KMOX Sports. Okay, boys, here we go. Welcome to the Gray Bar Sports Open Line. Those bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Gray Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Here we go. Now, Matt Pauley on America's Sports Voice. KMOX. All right, man, let's get going here. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's go. We do welcome you into another edition of the Gray Bar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. My name's Matt Pauly. Going to be taking you uh, till 6.45 or so this evening. We're going to get done a little bit early as we make way for St. Louis University Billikens basketball. They are in Chicago tonight. They're going to match up against Loyola. They'll try to split the series against the Ramblers after Loyola beat them earlier this year uh, in the A-10 opener back in early January. Uh, since then, things have not gone so well for uh, the Billikens, things have gone actually pretty good for the uh, for Loyola. They are 5-2 and two in league play coming into uh, this game tonight. But we got a lot to get to before we get to that, including we'll hear from uh, Blues interim coach Drew Bannister. Uh, he speaks in front of tonight's game as uh, the Blues match up against the Blue Jackets. That game's going to have a puck drop here in about 45-50 minutes or so. And the Blues are trying to finish off the pre-All-Star break portion of the season on a six-game winning streak. They're on a five-gamer going into tonight, and it's. I have been. I have not been the guy who has been, uh, you know, carrying the Blues flag in terms of the being a really good team and a team that's got a really good chance of being a playoff squad. But if they can continue some version of this, this is the most consistent play we have seen from them. And more than anything else, they're just finding ways to win. They just keep winning these fourth. They've won four straight, four, three games, and the last three have all come in overtime. So they're finding ways to win, and that's an important quality for a team to have. So we'll see uh, what may end up happening there. And then uh, later on in the hour, we'll get our weekly conversation with Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, courtesy of our sister station, 610 Sports in Kansas City, as the Chiefs continue to get ready for the Super Bowl. Wanted to start with this, and when we have a little bit more time tomorrow, we may play a little bit more of this audio. But uh, Nolan Gorman appeared on the uh, Foul Territory uh, TV show slash podcast earlier today. If you listen to me very much, you know I'm a big fan of uh, what they're doing over at Foul Territory. I think from a 
from a baseball standpoint and getting players on and promoting players and things like that, they do as good of a job as anybody out there, and I appreciate it. One of my big things is that baseball has to do a better job of promoting their players, and you just don't see a lot of it on mainstream television. You see it on the Foul Territory show. So if you're not uh, catching that, might be something that you want to add to your uh, podcast listening or uh, add to uh, what you watch on, say, YouTube uh, during the day or something like that. But anyways, um, I found this interesting because when the Cardinals brought back Matt Carpenter, we kept hearing from the organization that everybody's really excited about having Carpenter back. And I always thought about it from a like an organizational standpoint that you've got this guy who's been a really great Cardinal and people are excited about him coming back. But then we're hearing about the guys in the clubhouse who are excited about having Carpenter back. And I, I don't know. I, I wondered how much of that was, was really true. And then Nolan Gorman said something today that I thought was interesting. So the host of uh, the program asked him, which new Cardinal is he most excited to play with? And they didn't even really bring up Carpenter's name. They brought up the pitchers. They brought up Sonny Gray and Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson. And I think they were expecting him to answer with one of those guys. Instead, this is the answer that Gorman gave, again, courtesy of Foul Territory TV. Yeah, um... I mean, all those signs I think are are uh, good for us in, in terms of um, some some veterans that uh, have been there and obviously gone to the World Series and whatnot. But I'm excited to get back with Carp. Um, had good conversations with him when I was uh, coming up in the minor leagues when he was still with us, and uh, so yeah, I'm excited to to have him back and just you know be able to pick his brain some more. I think that's interesting. And again, he's got a little bit of a relationship with him before from when he was coming up as a minor leaguer. But when when he's asked a question and the question is almost phrased in a way to give him the opportunity to answer with somebody else's name, he mentions Carpenter. So what what does that all mean, right? Like a big deal, Matt. He says uh, he says that Matt Carpenter is the guy that he's looking forward to playing with. So so what? And I, and I get why the reaction to me talking about this would be kind of a, so what if that's the guy? We have spent so much time, maybe too much time. Maybe we have spent too much time talking about clubhouse culture, clubhouse leadership, all these kind of tag words that keep getting brought up about the Cardinals and what was missing last year. And, and the reason I say we're talking about it too much is because, you know what? If the Cardinals would have had a nice season last year, the, those things never would have been brought up and it would have been the same clubhouse. And as wild as it is to say, I say this all the time and people look at me like I got four eyes. Even with the Cardinals losing 90 plus games last year, when you squint in many ways, they weren't that far off from having a salvageable season at the deadline. There were, there were a couple times where they played themselves kind of back into the divisional race. I mentioned it all the time, the blown saves. If you just cut down the blown saves in half, you're still not very good in terms of save percentage, but you've got a bunch more wins and it looks different at the deadline and who you're going to bring in. So even in a season where they lost 90 plus games, and I'm not trying to, I'm really not trying to put lipstick on a pig here. It was a bad season. It was a very bad season. But the path to last year being not as bad as it was and maybe being something that could be borderline positive, 
they weren't as far off as you might think based off their record. It turned into a wretched, horrible, unsalvageable, a lot of bad things happening season. I'm not trying to spin last season as being good. That's not where I'm going. All I'm trying to say is, you know, sports are so fickle that things could change on a dime. It's like the NFC Championship game on, on Sunday where the Lions have this big lead and then boom, 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 all of a sudden the 49ers, after eight minutes of play, are back winning. Yeah, the, they, the, the, the 49ers went from pay, playing terrible to all of a sudden being in the lead. That never happened for the Cardinals, but it could have, is I guess the point that I'm, I'm trying to make. It didn't, and it was a really, really bad season. So we spend too much time talking about the clubhouse culture and, and things like that. But there, there seems to be that desire. Nolan Arnato talked about it in a one-on-one interview that he did with Katie Wu on The Athletic. And if you haven't read it, I encourage you to go read it. He talked about the things that they would like to have better in the clubhouse. And now we got Nolan Gorman being super excited about Matt Carpenter being back around. There, It's a weird thing because when you're in a clubhouse, and you're, especially like if you're Nolan Arnato, and you're supposed to have some leadership traits to yourself, and you're talking about there not being enough of it, it kind of comes back on you a little bit. But as I listened to Nolan Gorman talk today, and the first thing he mentioned was how excited he was to have Matt Carpenter, all I could think to myself is, yeah, these players are desiring something to be a little bit different in the clubhouse. We'll take a break. When we return, we are going to hear from Blues interim coach Drew Bannister. Blues in action tonight at 7 o'clock over at the Enterprise Center. They're looking for their sixth straight win. It's Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Welcome back. It's a great bar sports open line right here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Getting down a little early this evening. We'll get out of here early for uh, Billikens basketball. They are in Chicago for a matchup against Loyola. Looking to split the season series against the Ramblers. They lost to uh, Loyola earlier this year in St. Louis. That was 80-73 to back on January 3rd. That was the A-10 opener. Things have not gone well for the Billikens since then. They are just 1-6 and in A-10 play. Although Loyola give them credit. They're 5-2 and two in A-10 play. They've put together uh, a pretty solid year where there were not very high expectations for that program. We'll see if the Billikens can come up with a road win in conference play tonight. Coverage 6:45, tip-off 7 o'clock from Chicago. Also tonight at 7 o'clock, the Blues are in action. They play host to the Columbus Blue Jackets. They are looking to extend their winning streak. They have won five straight games going into tonight's uh, matchup. And not just five straight games. It's been kind of an interesting way the last four games they've played have all been 4-3 victories and the last three have been 4-3 in overtime and after tonight's game they're not going to play again until February 10th as they're going to go into the all-star break after tonight. Uh, interim head coach Drew Bannister did speak with the media this morning uh, during morning skate and he uh, gave an update on Scott Pernovich who is not going to be playing in tonight's game. So Scott, uh, he'll be out tonight. Um, we'll be reevaluated when we come back off our break. So uh, lower body injury uh, that happened uh, in the third period. So um, once we get back, we'll get a better idea where he's at at that time. Is it better news than maybe what you anticipated? Um, you know, I, I don't think it was, uh, I mean, any time a player goes out with, with energy and uh, an injury, it's it's not good news. But, um, you know, I think it's it's kind of what we, we thought it would be, but it would keep them out for a little bit of time here. One other injury note, the Blues announcing earlier today that Mackenzie McEachern is going to undergo season-ending surgery to repair an injury to his right shoulder. This is an injury that he suffered while playing for Springfield, and uh, he suffered the injury uh, back on the 27th of January. That was this past Saturday, so his season is done. He is expected to be ready for 2024 training camp. He had appeared in 34 games at uh, Springfield this year with six goals and 13 assists. He also appeared in uh, eight games with the Blues. Drew Bannister continuing to uh, hear from him. Uh, he was asked about what he has learned about the team, maybe what the team has learned about themselves as they've gone on this run here recently, having won five straight games. I think the team learned a lot about themselves and what we need to do to have success here moving forward and that we can be very competitive against good hockey teams and win hockey games and keep ourselves in the mix here for, for a playoff spot. Um, you know, so going into obviously tonight, tonight's another important game for us uh, leading into the break where we can you know, one, kind of take a break mentally, but physically rest our bodies a little bit and then get ready for the stretch run. They're matched up tonight against a Columbus team that bluntly, not very good. The Blue Jackets come in with a record of 15, 24, and 10. You don't want to take anything away from what the Blues have accomplished on this five-game winning streak. It is impressive in its own right. But with this being the final game before the All-Star break tonight, you certainly don't want to let down against a Columbus team. You want to go in there and win and win your sixth in a row and take a lot of momentum into the All-Star break and see what that does for you in the post-All-Star break portion of the season and down the stretch and see whether or not you can play well enough to uh, find yourself in in uh, the playoffs and Bannister basically uh, said that that tonight's a, a really important game that they have to put a good effort on the ice.
We've come too far. We've worked too too hard to get to get ourselves to this position to to not be ready for tonight. So it, it shouldn't matter who we're playing. Uh, like I said before, the our break ends after the game here tonight. So we got to make sure that that we're ready to start. It's the Blues and the Blue Jackets tonight. That game's going to have a puck drop of seven o'clock over at the Enterprise Center. Also, a game tonight for the Billikens. They match up against Loyola Chicago. That's also a seven o'clock start, and we're going to have that broadcast for you right here. Pre-game at six forty-five. Bob Ram and Earl Austin Jr. on the call of that. Before we get to Billikens basketball, though, we want to hear from Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, our weekly conversation with him, courtesy of our sister station, 610 Sports in Kansas City. We'll have that for you in just a moment as we continue on. It's Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back in. It's Great Bar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. We get done a little early tonight as uh, Billkins basketball. They are out in Chicago. They're going to match up against Loyola. 7 o'clock for the tip-off, and we will have coverage at 645 with Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. Of course, the Kansas City Chiefs, they are continuing to get set for the Super Bowl. That's coming up on February 11th when they are going to match up against the San Francisco 49ers. Time for our weekly conversation with Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, provided to us by our sister station in Kansas City, 610 Sports, as Carrington Harrison gets the opportunity to uh, talk with uh, Patrick, being brought to you by Together Credit Union. And as they open up the conversation today, uh, Mahomes was asked whether or not he's been able to reflect upon uh, the win this past weekend and even reflect upon uh, this run that this Chiefs team is on, all these AFC championship games over the years, uh, multiple Super Bowls over the last few years. But it's clear for Mahomes. Holmes, he's already looking forward to that next game. A little bit. I mean, at the same time, I mean, I've already started preparing for the Niners. Um, no, it's uh, it is really cool. I mean, to be able to play in this many Super Bowls in this short amount of time, um, never would have even dreamt of it, honestly. But uh, it, it's cool. But uh, well, we still we still want to go out there and win it. We don't want to go out there and make a bad memory. We want to make it a good one. Absolutely. We'll bounce back and forth. You mentioned that you've already watched San Francisco. When was the first time that you watched them play? Um, I watched them the Monday morning when we when we got in. Um, but uh, I mean, I've always watched them play, and I know it's always fun watching their their team play. And um, they've been getting after for these last few years. I mean, even though they've been through a couple of defensive coordinators, they have a a lot of the uh, the same same players. Um, so uh, it's a they're, they're a, a team that's won a lot of football games for a reason. because they have great players and a, and a great coach uh, team. You have a lot of iconic pictures so far in your career, but one that I'm going to remember is that picture that you posted on Instagram a couple of days ago, you wearing the championship hat with the big smile. This season has obviously been more up and down. You've had your moments of frustration. Do you find this Super Bowl appearance maybe more rewarding than some of the other ones that you've been to? Um, For sure. Um, Obviously, we want to finish it off with a win, and you can really appreciate it, but um, just to go through the adversity um, and get better because of it and be better going into the playoffs because of it. I mean, uh, we really felt calm, and we felt like we were ready to go every single game that we've played so far in the playoffs because we've, we've dealt with the adversity, and we know how to deal with it. And, 
and be better for it. Um, and it, it's something that I think will, will help us out not only in the Super Bowl, but uh, the rest of our careers. How important was that? Because you guys were able to advance, and obviously San Francisco, two teams that have been here before, two teams that have played in AFC and NFC championship games where Baltimore and Detroit, they haven't played. How much do you think that experience played a factor down the stretch? Um, I think it does a little bit at least. I mean, just being in the games before, you can control your emotions early, especially, um, especially being in a hostile environment. Um, and to know that it's going to take all four quarters. I think that's another thing is sometimes when you get up early, um, you kind of lose that momentum and all of a sudden one thing happens and the momentum goes the other way. Whereas you just kind of rely on you've been there before. You know how to just take it one play at a time. Um, no matter if it's a positive play, negative play, keep, keep your mind in the right spot and be ready to go for that next play. Right now, we're talking to Patrick Mahomes, quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, as they get ready for another Super Bowl next Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers. I played this yesterday at the beginning of the show. I played one of your cuts over the course of the season and also Travis Kelsey from his podcast. You two have been very vocal about, hey, we got the guys to fix this. We're going to get this thing figured out. We're going to get back on the same page. What kept you so optimistic despite you guys' troubles in the second half of the season? I think it's just the work that you see the guys put in. I mean, obviously, I've played on a couple of Super Bowl championship teams, um, and I, you, you see how hard you have to work for. You have to the work ethic. No matter if stuff's going good, stuff's going bad, you have to keep your head down and just keep working. And uh, you can see that all year long. As guys have continued to work, and no matter if, if something hasn't gone their way or or if someone from outside the building they're talking about, maybe this guy shouldn't play or whatever that is. Guys continue to work and try to get better at their craft and. Um, and you see the guys that put in the work. Do you believe in the guys? And you know that stuff's gonna, the, the tide's going to turn, and they're going to they're going to start making the plays. Um, and that's what's happened. One of those players that you're speaking of is Marquez Valdez Scantling. I don't have to tell you about some of the outside noise that has circulated around him over the course of the season. How rewarding was it? How poetic was it that for the play to seal the game and to send you guys back to another Super Bowl? It is him making a big play in a playoff game. Yeah, I mean that's that's. that's that's one of the guys I'm talking about. I mean, just just he continues to work every single day, and he and he helps others. I mean, you you can ask Rasheed, and he, he's helping Rasheed out all the time. You can ask any of those guys. He's like veteran leadership guy in that in that room. And um, even though a lot of stuff hasn't ha- happened his way this during the regular season, I've seen what he can do in the playoffs. If you look back to the last ASC championship game and the way that he played in the playoffs that year, I mean, it he's a guy that he's going to continue to work and be ready for his for his moment and. He was ready this week, and even though he only had one catch before going into that last play, he was able to make that big-time catch and steal the game. I got a couple of questions to ask you about the AFC Championship game against Baltimore. You know what it's like to lose in an AFC Championship game. Certainly not a good feeling. Did you have a chance to talk to Lamar after the game? Yeah, I talked to him real quick, man. I mean, you, I mean, I just congratulate him on a heck of a season. I mean, the, the way that he led that team throughout the entire season and get him to that point. I mean, it was special, and he's going to be having the MVP trophy, and it, it was a remarkable season. Um, and uh, it, it, you got to just continue to work, and I think that he has that right mindset, man. I mean, he, he continues to get after it every single year, and that's why he keeps getting better and better every single year, and that's what you have to have in order to be a champion in this league. We saw Justin Tucker comment on it yesterday. Can you explain to us what happened before the game? Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, it, it became a bigger deal than I think it actually was, but at the same time, I mean, I've had like seven years of, of kind of doing that same warm-up routine, and there's only been, a, I think, like three occasions where there's been a kicker that wasn't uh, – because uh, you usually talk to the guys, there's been a kicker that wasn't necessarily moving out the way or you, kind of, you weren't kind of sharing the field um, in the right way. And, I mean, it was in Baltimore all three times. So, 
Um, I, he does that little stuff, I think, to try to get under our skin. And I asked him to move his stuff, and he, and he got up and moved it, I think, two inches, um, but, but didn't move it out of the way. And I, I, I was going to kind of let it slide, but Travis kind of got it and moved it for me. And then after that, I wasn't going to let him put it back down. So it's, it's something that we, we move on. I mean, I have a lot of respect for him as a player and as a kicker. Um, one of the best kickers of all time, probably the best kicker of all time. But at the same time, you got to have respect for each team. And we all share the field, and we, we try to do that in a respectful way. You mentioned Travis Kelsey. Mitch Holtz has said this on the broadcast, that this was as fired up as he can remember Travis Kelsey being before a game. You guys have the incident before the game. He comes out and has an incredible first drive. Kelsey had extra energy and motivation for this one, it felt like. No, man, anytime you, you, you kind of uh, make Travis a little upset, he starts playing, I think, even better. I mean, that's the type of mindset he has, the type of competitor he is. Um, and uh, he was fired up all week long. Uh, I don't think it was anything that the Ravens did personally. I think it was just I think just him hearing now how, how he hadn't, been, I guess, had the same numbers all year long. You can see in the playoffs, he's had that mindset of he's going to co-show everybody, and that's the type of competitor that he is, and that's why he's, he's one of the greatest tight end and one of the greatest players of all time in the NFL. I got a couple of stats I want to read to you first. One is about Travis Kelsey. So you and him together have now played 17 playoff games. So that is a full course of a regular season. In those games, Travis Kelsey has 133 catches, a little bit over 1,500 yards, and 18 touchdowns. What does it say about him as a player that even as great as he's been in his career, he seems to take it even to another level come January? Yeah, I said I said after the after the game. I mean, it's just a true mark of a champion, man. I mean, he he plays better whenever the the lights get bit bigger and there's more pressure on him, um, and there's more attention on him. I think as as far as defense is trying to stop him, and that's just because he wants to compete and win, man. It's all about that at the end of the day. He doesn't he doesn't care how it gets done. He's gonna do whatever he can and leave everything on the football field to win the football game, and um, that's the guys that you want to go to battle with are guys that that truly care and that truly will give everything they have in order to win the football game for the team. You and I talked about this at the beginning of this journey about being the villain and going on the road. Did that fuel you more in this, the fact that you were going to Buffalo, a place that had you circled, that you were going to Baltimore, a city that was hosting their first uh, AFC championship game since 1971, and they were trying to take a trophy that has your owner's name on it, the Lamar Hunt Trophy. How rewarding was it to win that trophy in somebody else's stadium? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was really cool. I mean, obviously, I think I was a little bit more fired at the Buffalo game just because uh, the smack talk that had been talked all week, not just from the players, really, but from the fans and everything like that about us coming to Buffalo and thinking we couldn't win on the road. Um, but Baltimore, I knew it was going to be a great challenge because how good of a football team they had. And I, I knew before the season started, whenever we put Norma Hunt's uh, initials uh, on our jersey, that I wanted to get that Lamar Hunt trophy for um, and for that family. Um, and so I was glad that we were able to win that no matter where it was at. And now can we can we do find a way to go out there and get that Super Bowl trophy and try to get a back-to-back uh, which hasn't been done in over 20 years. I mean, it, 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 w- it would be truly remarkable, something that I would really appreciate. Right now we're talking to Patrick Mahomes, quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, for a couple of more minutes getting you ready for the Super Bowl next Sunday against San Francisco. I'm going to read you a couple of your accomplishments in your career. You were the first quarterback to ever start four Super Bowls before turning 30. You were the third quarterback to start four Super Bowls in a five-year span since Brady and Jim Kelly. You have 14 playoff wins, which is behind only Brady and Joe Montana. This is going to be your fourth start. Only Brady and John Elway have more. What is it like to have this amount of success and have your name alongside some of the greatest players to ever play this game? Yeah, I mean, it truly is. I mean, it's an honor, man, just to be mentioned along those names. Um, but, I mean, it's, uh, 
it's something you don't think about at the time, but I know when I'm done, I'll, I'll truly appreciate the greatness of, of the run that we've had in Kansas City um, and the greatness of the players that I've had around me and the coaches that I've had around me. Um, I mean, it, it, it's made my job a lot easier, and I come to work every day and try to give everything I have because I know that I don't want to look back and have any regrets on, on how I've kind of taken advantage of all these opportunities that I've been given. Um, and uh, the goal now is to find a way to win one, win this Super Bowl because uh, it'll be a great challenge for us against a great football team, and uh, you want to make sure that you give, you give everything you have in order to do that. What is it like to play in a game of this magnitude? What is it like to play in the Super Bowl? Um, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's something that you watch your entire life, um, and so you, you have that mindset. Of, you know that's going to be a – I don't want to say pressure, but there's going to be a lot of lights on. I mean, there's a, there's a whole show. It's more than just a football game. Uh, but at the end of the day, you, you tune all that out because once you, once the, once you kind of cross that uh, those that white line and you get on that football field, you're just out there playing football, and um, that's what we all enjoy to do. Uh, and we want to do it on the biggest stage, and we want to have fun doing it, and that's what we're going to go out there and do. Right now we're talking to Patrick Mahomes for a couple more minutes here. How crazy is it to four years later be playing the same team that you played your first Super Bowl against? Yeah, it's extremely crazy, and I mean, like I said, it's a lot of the same players. I mean, obviously, there's some players on our team that aren't here and some players on their team aren't here, but there's a lot of the same main guys that are on the football teams, um, and I knew we played them that time. They were a great football team. They're probably going to get back, and you never know that you're going to get back, and the fact that we're both back in the Super Bowl and playing, this, and playing against each other again, it'll be, a, it'll be a great challenge for us, and I know they're going to want to win because they didn't win the last one, so they're going to be fired up, and it'll, uh, it'll be a great opportunity. We saw a lot of guys on the defense wearing their In Spags We Trust shirt. Where's your In Spags We Trust shirt? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get offered one. I, I didn't even get the link or anything, so uh, I'll just try to make sure I find, find one and uh, maybe wear it uh, after the Super Bowl or something like that. You retweeted, I think it was some tweet about The Hangover. Where does The Hangover rank in your favorite comedies? It's up there. I mean, uh, it, I think it's just iconic uh, for Vegas. Um, and in my, my age growing up, that was kind of one of those those iconic movies that you know all the one-liners from. Um, and, and you know those like quote, iconic quotes. And so whenever we were going to Vegas, man, I, had to, I had to post uh, the one gif uh, where it was the guy uh, Allen on, on the, the car slapping the side saying Vegas, baby. That is a quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, joining us on the show today as we get you ready for Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas between the Chiefs and the Niners. Patrick, congratulations on playing a postseason game in the Raiders stadium before the Raiders get a chance to play a postseason game in their own stadium. Man, it has been a remarkable run for you guys this season, man. Good luck next week in Vegas. I appreciate you. That was Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs quarterback, uh, talking with our sister station in Kansas City, 610 Sports, as the Chiefs are continuing to get set for the Super Bowl. They match up against the 49ers coming up on February 11th and a couple Sundays. That's going to do it for this edition of a Graybar Sports Open Line. Certainly appreciate you being with us today. We're done a little bit early. We're going to get out of here for uh, Billikens basketball. Uh, they are matched up against uh, Loyola Chicago on the road this evening. Coverage begins in just a few minutes and then tip off at seven o'clock bob ramsey earl austin jr they've got the call of the game i'm back with you tomorrow for a full two-hour program i'll talk to you at six o'clock tomorrow for another gray bar sports open line right here on kmox t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.